This is the Clean Soul Podcast, and I'm Dennis Curtis, your host. Today's podcast is titled, Yesterday's Good News. And I want to talk about the Old Testament. There's good news in the Old Testament, and that good news is about Jesus Christ. Let me be right up front with you. The Old Testament is simply the Word of God, just like the New Testament. For the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. That's Hebrews 4.12. The Old Testament has the same power, authority, and purpose as the New Testament. The New Testament completes the revelation of God through Christ's life, death, resurrection, ascension, and His continued ministry, all of which was foretold in the Old Testament Scriptures. Now, that's good news. So let's get right into it. Matthew five seventeen through 20 Jesus is speaking and says, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law, or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commandments and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven." But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. What a loaded scripture. What depth and insight. There is so much meaning here. We're going to have to break it down piece by piece. First of all, I want to talk about the kingdom of heaven. It's repeated three times in this short passage. The kingdom of heaven is where the authority of God is respected and obeyed. We might say that the kingdom of heaven is where God reigns as sovereign king. Heaven is an eternal place, a spiritual place, where God lives and there is no rebellion in his presence. Think of it this way. The kingdom is ruled by a king, but instead of an earthly nation, it is a heavenly or spiritual realm where God reigns. We can enter into that kingdom by obedience to God's command through Jesus Christ. Even today, people think that the Old Testament is no longer relevant And I can kind of understand that because Jesus came to fulfill the law and the prophets and become the ultimate sacrifice required by the law. Therefore, the Old Testament animal sacrifices have come to an end. The Old Testament sacrifices only point to the ultimate sacrifice. And once that was accomplished, the animal sacrifices were no longer needed. But that does not destroy the rest of the Old Testament. Jesus fulfilled the requirements of the sacrifice. Now the wisdom, the principles, the examples of how God works, His attitudes, His actions, blessings, provisions, 
All of these are made known to us in the Old Testament. Remember, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Throughout, from Genesis all the way to Revelation, it is one revelation of Jesus Christ, His Father, and the Holy Spirit. The Old Testament gives us a taste of sin, death, hell, spiritual warfare, and so much more. There are still prophecies to be fulfilled, and wisdom and knowledge to be understood, all tucked away in the writings that God has provided for us through His people Israel. The whole of the Old Testament points to Christ, who is to come. It laid out in extensive detail who Jesus is, how He would be conceived, where He was born, where He would live and do ministry, that He would be empowered by the Holy Spirit, do miraculous works, be wrongfully condemned, crucified, dead, buried in a rich man's grave, rise from the dead on the third day. And I've only mentioned a few prophecies. Can you see how important the Old Testament is? This is where we learn that we are to love God first and foremost, and to love our neighbors as ourselves. He teaches us to teach our children God's ways while they're young, so that they will not fall away from God. And he also teaches us that the devil can creep up on us and destroy the unfaithful. Jesus, though bringing new revelation, used the Old Testament extensively to preach the gospel. The early church used the Old Testament scriptures exclusively for about 35 years or so, and even more dependent on the location of the Christians. I want to make a very important point here, uh, off track just a little bit. The new non-Jewish, the Gentiles, believers, didn't have the Old Testament scriptures available. They were primarily led by the Holy Spirit for years until Paul began writing to them. Today, some have said that the Holy Spirit doesn't work the same way that he did uh, when he started the early church. Number one, there is no scripture that supports that belief. Number two, if you do just a little bit of study about church history, you can see that the Holy Spirit is directing and working just the same way he did during the early church days. And number three, as at any time in history, we need the Holy Spirit's counsel, power, and presence, especially as we come closer and closer to the return of Christ. All right, back to my main point, the importance of the Old Testament. Jesus then tells us that the laws and the prophets, the law and the prophets, the whole of the Old Testament will be completely fulfilled only then will the end of the earth come. God has a plan to be with his people forever in a loving relationship. He has mapped out his redemptive process throughout the Old Testament right into the New Testament. He then tells us that we are not to set aside the Old Testament commands and we're not to teach others to forsake them. Listen. This whole country was set up on Old and New Testament principles, with the Ten Commandments as a bulwark that is engraved in our capital buildings, in our courthouses, throughout the land. 
this is no secret. We as a people in the United States and other countries also have simply let the elite evil people turn us as a nation away from the principles and worship of God Almighty through Jesus Christ. Matthew 25, 34, Jesus says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Psalms 119, 89, Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Even after the earth passes away and all is fulfilled, all the believers who are with God in heaven will have the word of God and it will still be relevant. His word is eternal and will never lose its significance. Right in the beginning of the New Testament, Matthew documents the Old Testament lineage of Christ because it was a fulfillment of prophecy that Jesus would be of the line of Abraham and David. In Matthew chapter 4, Jesus is sent out into the wilderness to be tested. Satan tempts him. How does Jesus reply? He says, It is written, and quotes a portion of Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. And he says, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. This includes the Old Testament. The devil again tempts Jesus, but this time using Scripture, but he twists the Scripture. And what he's trying to do is destroy Jesus' faith in the Old Testament Scriptures. But Jesus knows his Bible very well and again answers, It is also written. And then he quotes a portion of Deuteronomy 6.16, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. The third temptation comes, and Jesus again answers, first telling Satan to leave him, and then he quotes Deuteronomy 6.13. How did Jesus pass the tests? How did he win his battles against the most diabolical enemy? With Old Testament scriptures. Just like the New Testament, the Old Testament is alive and active. It's powerful and it's relevant. It's available to you and me, but we have to make an effort to know it and to know it well, because the enemy of our soul, Satan, knows it well and has been twisting it for centuries, trying to destroy Scripture. He has even written other counterfeit books, like the Book of Mormon, the Jehovah Witnesses New World Translation, the Koran, and so many more, all of these deny who Jesus really is, God become a man. Throughout Jesus' ministry, he affirmed the Old Testament. Let's just look at a few examples. In Matthew 19, when asked about marriage and divorce, Jesus said, Haven't you read? He replied, That at the beginning the Creator made them male and female. Interesting, in today's uh, rhetoric, around the world. God made man and woman, and it's all the way back in Genesis one twenty-seven. The Sadducees asked about the resurrection from the dead in Matthew 22, and Jesus answered with Exodus 3.6. But about the resurrection of the dead, 
Have you not read what God said to you? I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. You see, Jesus used the authority of the Old Testament writings in order to teach the people they're still relevant today. Jesus accepted the absolute authority of Scripture for every aspect of his life, time after time. So I went and did a a quick search and found 13 times that the Gospels record an action or an event and then state that it might be fulfilled. Fulfilling the Old Testament Scriptures was the basis for Jesus' life his suffering, his death, his resurrection. He often taught straight from the Old Testament, and his teaching is still applicable today. By the way, I just want to mention that the word scriptures simply means that which is written. One thing that I've learned in studying this is that God took the time to have the Bible Old Testament, New Testament, written down for us. He wants a written record. It reminds me of the great white throne judgment at the end of Revelation. And the books were opened and people were judged according to the things that they did that were written in the books. You see, this written testimony is very important. I hope that I have sparked your interest in the Old Testament and that you have a new desire, maybe even an excitement, to dig into the treasure of the Old Testament. I would say this, if you're a young Christian, and you haven't read the New Testament even several times, two or three times, so that you have a good understanding of the covenant that that we have, the new covenant that we have in Christ, I would encourage you to read the New Testament first. After you have a good understanding, then tackle the Old Testament. It's full of wonderful wisdom and understanding. This is the Clean Soul Podcast, and I'm Dennis Curtis, your host. If you have questions or comments, feel free to reach out to me at thecleansoul.org.